0: Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court, and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions, covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let me know what your score is. So a fun weekend this weekend, we have everyone in the NFL playing their first preseason game that's all taken care of. Tomorrow is episode 2 of Hard Knocks and I am super excited for it. Um but definitely the biggest news of the weekend was Fernando Tatís getting an 80 game suspension. Even when this guy's out, he's creating a lot of chaos and it seems like this might be a pattern of disrespect that he's showing towards the organization based on the statements from the managers, from the GM some of the players it sounds like this might be something that's common that's happening but that's a discussion for another time today we will continue our discussion on football and getting us excited for the upcoming season and round one we are going to talk about the pac-12 the pac-12 is kind of in flux right now especially with usc and ucla leaving but it's still a fun conference to talk about and it's still one that sometimes we forget about and it's just because you know pac-12 after dark ...is a thing, seeing as over here on the East Coast, you know, games from the West Coast don't start until midnight our time. By that time, we're ready to go to bed. So, we can see how maybe it isn't as popular, but it does have a lot of historical references and historical meaning to the overall landscape of college football. So, let's get started with question number one. Currently, the Pac-12 has schools in Washington, Oregon, California, Utah, Colorado, and Arizona. As of today, out of those six states mentioned, which state has four teams more than any other state? Question number two. What school utilizes Nike the most due to their location to the world headquarters and is the home of one of the most iconic mascots in the college landscape? Question number three. What bowl game is traditionally played between the winner of the Pac-12 and the Big Ten? Question number four. Lincoln Riley is now the head coach of USC. Before coming to USC, what school was Lincoln Riley the head coach for? Question number five. The University of Idaho and the University of Montana were once members of the Pac-12. They are once again in the same conference. What conference are they in together now? And finally, question number six. Within two, what year was the last year that a Pac-12 team won the national championship as awarded by the Associated Press? I'm going to give you a few seconds of music and then I will return with the answers. All right, let's get some answers here as we continue talking about the PAC 12. So question number one, the PAC 12 have schools in six States, which state has the most with four that California. Question 2, what school utilizes Nike and has one of the most iconic mascots in college that is the University of Oregon. Of course, that duck is iconic. Question number 3, what bowl game is traditionally played between the winner of the Pac-12 and the Big 10? That is the Rose Bowl. Now, for obvious reasons, things have changed a little bit with the college football playoffs and everything else like that, but traditionally the Rose Bowl was between the winner of the Pac-12 then the Pac-10 and or Pac-8. And the Big Ten. Question four Lincoln Riley is now the head coach of USC. Where was he before USC? He was at the University of Oklahoma. Question number five The University of Idaho and the University of Montana were once members of the Pac 12. What conference are they part of now? They are part of the Big Ten sky. And last but not least, within two, when was the last time the Pac-12 had a national champion? That would be 2004. So in order to get the point, you would have had to guess between 2002 and 2006. And yes, to answer your next question, that was USC. All right, moving on now to round two. And round two is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is Pac-12 stadiums. For this round, I will name a stadium, and you simply have to name the school that plays there. So let's get started with question number one, Sun Devil Stadium. Question number two, Husky Stadium. Question number three, the Rose Bowl. Question number four, the LA Coliseum. Question number five, Rice-Eskels Stadium. And question number six, Martin Stadium. So the first couple you probably got if you knew the nicknames of some of the schools that are in the Pac-12, but let's give you the answers here so you know all of these stadiums. So first one, Sun Devil Stadium, that is Arizona State University. Arizona State, known as the Sun Devils, kind of goes hand in hand. Question number two, Husky Stadium. Again, if you know the mascot, University of Washington, they are the Huskies. Next one, number three, the Rose Bowl. That is UCLA. So that means by process of elimination, the LA Coliseum is USC. The way that I remember that is USC is known as the Trojans. Trojans oftentimes performed in the Coliseum. That's how I kind of remember it. Um, That's just what works for me. Um, Next one, the Rice Eskel Stadium. That is the University of Utah. And last but not least, Martin Stadium, that is Washington State University. I have a feeling that that's named after someone, though I'm not exactly sure who. All right, let's move on to round three, connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other some way through sports. The sixth question will be the connection between the five answers. So let's get started with question number one. What city is nicknamed the Gateway to the West and is also known for the location of the World Hall of Fame of Chess? Question number two. What team has a mascot that celebrates a home run by sliding down a large slide in left field? Question number three. Badger, bear, panda, and walruses all have babies with the same three-letter name. What is that three-letter name? Question number four. What city has three professional sports teams and they all share the same two colors? Question number five, what color has the longest wavelength and is at the end of the visible spectrum? And question number six is, was the connection between these answers? I'm gonna give you a little bit of music, try to come up with your answer and then I will return with the connection. All right, let's make some contact here and get you some answers. So question number one, what city is nicknamed the Gateway to the West and is also known as the location of the World Hall of Fame of Chess? That is St. Louis, Missouri. They also have the world's largest chess piece. It is huge. I've seen it. Take my word for it. Question two, what team has a mascot that celebrates a home run by sliding down a large slide in left field? That is the Milwaukee Brewers. Question three, badger, bear, panda, and walrus all have babies with what three-letter name? That is a cub. Question number four, what city has three professional sports teams and they all share the same two colors? That is Pittsburgh. Now, if you had said Washington, D.C., they have four. So this one, they have three. That one makes a little more sense. Last but not least, what color has the longest wavelength and is at the end of the visible spectrum? That is red so you had answers such as st louis milwaukee brewers cub pittsburgh and red and these are all of course the city or the nickname of all the teams in the nl central you have the st louis cardinals the milwaukee brewers chicago cubs the pittsburgh pirates and the cincinnati reds as we start to wind down in the season the nl race is getting tighter and tighter We kind of have an idea of who's going to make it, and obviously out of the Central, we're going to get the Cardinals and the Brewers right now. The Cardinals have a game and a half lead on the Brewers, but it seems like all the teams for the NL are kind of figured out right now in terms of who's going to get it, because between the Mets and the Braves, there's only about five and a half game difference. Between the Cardinals and the Brewers, there's a game and a half. The Dodgers have a 16-game lead over the Padres. The Padres, like we mentioned earlier, have a lithage of issues. So... It's going to be interesting to see how everything shakes out in the NL here as the season starts to wind down. All right, let's continue on with our little game into round number four. And this round, we are going to talk about the NFC East. So let's talk about the conference with some of the most enthusiastic fans in the NFL landscape. We're going to talk about the NFC East and one of the conferences with the largest distances between two teams. So let's get started with question number one. What NFC East team does oil tycoon Jerry Jones own? Question number two. The last team from the NFC East to win the Super Bowl was in 2017. What team won the Super Bowl in 2017? Question number three. Within three, how many NFC East championships do the Dallas Cowboys have? Question number four. What current NFC West team and the oldest team in the NFL was once a member of the NFC East from 1970 until 2001? Question number five. Before being named the NFC East, what was the division name from 1967 until 1969? And question number 6. Besides being in the same conference, what is another similarity that the Commanders and the Giants have? I'm going to give you a few seconds of music before revealing the answers, and then we will go from there. All right, let's get you some answers here on the NFC East. So question one, what NFC East team does oil tycoon Jerry Jones owns? He is known for owning the Dallas Cowboys. Question two, the last team from the NFC East to win the Super Bowl was 2017. Name that team, that was the Philadelphia Eagles. Question three, within three, how many NFC East championships do the Dallas Cowboys have? They have 24. So, in order to get the point, you would have had to guess between 21 and 27. And yes, that is by far the most in this conference. Question four, what current NFC West team and the oldest team in the NFL was once a member of the NFC East from 1970 until 2001? That is the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, the Cardinals are the oldest. They were in Chicago, then they were in St. Louis, now they're in Arizona. So they you can see how they kind of mesh with the NFC East and why they were with them for so long. Question number five, before being named the NFC East, what was the division's name from 1967 until 1969? They were known as the Capital Division, and all three years, the Cowboys won the NFL Capital Division, and the Cowboys ended up winning uh, six of the first seven championships of this conference. And then last but not least, question number six, besides being in the same conference, what other similarity do the Commanders and the Giants have? Well, the other similarity is neither team plays in their namesake city. Washington plays in Maryland, which is not really, it's part of DC, but it's not. But they are planning on moving to Virginia. And the Giants, technically they're the New York Giants, but they play in New Jersey. So neither team plays in the city that they call home. Though they don't change that, they don't plan on changing that anytime soon. All right, let's move on to round number five, and our final round this week is titled The Field of Dreams. This past Thursday saw the Field of Dreams game between the Reds and the Cubs, and it's a cool thing to watch just the idea of. Playing in a cornfield in Iowa, it's something that's just really cool. The Harry Carey hologram is up for debate whether it was cool or whether it was weird, but the whole idea is just, in general, a cool one. Now, will it be coming back in 2023? We'll have to wait and see. Um, AJ Hinch mentioned this week that he's been pushing big time for the Tigers to be part of it. I think they should be. It'd be really cool. They are an old, historic team, but you also have to think about trying to get the fans there as well. But what we can do is to try to honor the game is we're gonna cover the movie that the is the reason for the game. So all these questions have to do with the movie The Field of Dreams. So without much further ado, let's get started with question number one. What state is the Field of Dreams set where the game was played and actually has a real Field of Dreams that you can visit? Question number two. What Yellowstone actor plays the lead role of Ray Casella? Question number three. What was the name of the author that was played by James Earl Jones and is the author of a controversial book in the movie? Question number four. Finish the movie quote. This was voted the number 39 most recognizable movie quotes of all time. Quote, if you build it. Question number five. What is the book that the movie The Field of Dreams is based on? And question number six, what is the name of the composer who passed away in 2015 and has the best-selling orchestral film soundtrack for his work on the Titanic and is known also for doing the music for the Field of Dreams? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds of music and then I will return with the answers. All right, let's wrap up today's game with a little bit of fun with the Field of Dreams. So question one, what state is the Field of Dreams set? That is Iowa. So yeah, they can visit the field. There is an actual field there, not just the field that they played on, but there is an actual field there based on the movie. And yeah, this isn't heaven. This is Iowa. Question number two, what Yellowstone actor plays the lead role of Ray Casella? That is Kevin Costner. Question three, what was the name of the author who is played by James Earl Jones and has one of the most controversial books in the movie? Well, the character's name is Terence Mann. Question number four, finish the movie quote, if you build it, they will come. So that is... Like I mentioned, the number 39 most recognizable movie quotes of all times. And it's a pretty recognizable one, pretty straightforward one and a good one. It's simple and sweet and easy. I I like that one. Question number five, what is the book that the Field of Dreams is based on? It is based on the book Shoeless Joe by W.P. Casella. So, yeah, they honor the author of the book by giving the last name to the characters in this movie. And if you've seen the movie, you know that the first guy that Ray interacts with is Shoeless Joe Jackson because he mentions that Shoeless Joe Jackson was his dad's hero. Last but not least, what is the name of the composer who did the music? He's also best known for doing the music of the Titanic. That is James Horner. He passed away in 2015 from an airplane crash, and he has done a ton of really historic and awesome films. If you ever have a chance, check out his line of work, and you might go, Oh yeah, I do recognize that music. All right, well, that's all that we have for today. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Monday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you are following us on Apple, and make sure that when you select a file, you'll also choose to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review where you can, and follow us on all of our social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. But hey, my name's Court. The one that's chewing everything is Milo, and I will see you next time.